0: section thirty six of sikh religion volume five by max arthur Macaulay. this librivox recording is in the public domain compositions of guru gobind singh introduction to the hindu incantations here follow in the tenth guru's granth translations and abridgments of tales from the purans on the twenty-four hindu incarnations the following is the guru's introduction to them o god thou art the creator and the destroyer thou killest and puttest the blame on the heads of others thou dwellest apart and none can find thee wherefore thou art called the endless one they who are called the twenty-four incarnations have not found even a trace of thee o god on seeing thy saints distressed thou becomest uneasy wherefore thou art styled the kinsman of the poor at last thou shalt destroy the whole world wherefore the world calleth thee death thou aidest all the saints as occasion requireth wherefore they call thee their helper on beholding the poor thou art compassionate to them so we deem thee the friend of the poor since thou sheddest the juice of favour on the saints the world calleth thee the ocean of favour thou ever removest the troubles of the saints wherefore thou hast obtained the name of the remover of trouble thou hast come to dispel the sorrows of the saints wherefore o god thou art called the dispeller of sorrows thou remainest endless thy end cannot be found wherefore thou hast obtained the name of the endless one thou didst appoint the forms of all things in the world wherefore thou art called the creator no one hath ever seen thee anywhere wherefore thou art called the unseen thou wert never born in this world wherefore every one describeth thee as unborn brahma and the rest all grow weary of searching for thine origin vishnu and shiv what are the wretched beings after consideration and deliberation god made the moon and sun wherefore he is known as the creator ever without a garb he remaineth without a garb wherefore the world calleth him the garbless invisible is his form no one knoweth him on this account he is called the unseen his form is incomparable and unequalled he hath no concern with garbs or no garbs he bestoweth on all but beggeth from none wherefore he is recognized as the provider he is not concerned with celestial appearances or omens this fact is known to the whole world he is not appeased by incantations written or spoken or by charms no one hath found him by adopting a garb men are entangled with their own affairs no one knoweth the supreme god some hindus go to places of cremation others mussulmans to cemeteries but god is at neither they who visit either are ruined by worldly love and contention and the lord remaineth separate from them what is a hindu or a mussulman to him from whose heart doubt departeth the muhammadans use tasbis, the hindus malas the former read the koran and the latter the purans fools have died over the discussion they were not imbued with god's deep love They who are imbued with love for the one god disregard human opinion and are happy they who recognise the primal being as the one god allow no other belief to enter their hearts they who cherish any other belief shall be debarred from meeting the friend he who knoweth the one supreme being even a little knoweth the real thing all the yogis and sannyasis the multitudes of shaven heads and mussulmans have plundered the world by their garbs the holy men whose support is god's name remain unknown the unholy practise hypocrisy for the sake of their bellies without hypocrisy they can obtain naught the men who meditate on the one being never practise hypocrisy on any one without hypocrisy they would obtain nothing for no one would bow before any of them if no one had a belly who would describe any one as rich or poor they who have concluded that god is one never practise hypocrisy on any one they give their heads but abandon not their determination they regard their bodies as nothing men who split their ears are called yogis with great deceit they betake themselves to the forest they who know not the virtue of the one name belong neither to the forest nor to the household in the beginning god was the father of the whole world from him light first proceeded i have not sufficient ability to tell the tale or to mention the names of the different creatures he created things strong and weak were produced things high and low were shown separately the primal light which is called the one god he at last infused into all his creatures know that the light of the one god is in all the souls which are in this world the whole world shall be blended with god who is described as kalrup whatever is visible and perceptible by the senses man considereth maya the one god is contained in all things but he established them all separately and he pervadeth them all unseen he will call them all separately to account they who have considered him as one have obtained the real thing the form of the one god is unequalled he is sometimes poor sometimes a prince or a king he hath given to all men their several entanglements he is separate from them and none of them hath found him he created all things separately and will destroy them all separately god accepteth not censure from any one it is he who casteth censure on others we now give the guru's remarks on the translations and abridgments of the stories of the hindu incarnations ram avatar since i have embraced thy feet i have paid regard to none besides the purans of ram the god of the hindus and the Quran of rahim the god of the mussulmans express various opinions but i accept none of them the simritis the shastars and the veds all expound many different doctrines but i accept none of them o holy god by thy favor it is not i who have been speaking all that hath been said hath been said by thee forsaking all other doors i have clung to thine it is to thine honour to protect me whose arm thou hast grasped gobind is thy slave krishan avatar i do not at the outset propitiate ganesh i never meditate on krishan or vishnu i have heard of them but i know them not it is only god's feet i love great death be thou my protector all steel, i am thy slave deeming me thine own preserve me think of mine honour whose arm thou hast taken deeming me thine own cherish me single out and destroy mine enemies may both my kitchen and my sword prevail in the world preserve me and let none trample on me be thou ever my cherisher thou art the lord i am thy slave deeming me thine own be gracious unto me perform everything for me thyself thou art the king of kings it is thou alone who cherishest the poor deeming me thy slave bestow thy favour on me i have arrived and am lying weary at thy door thou art my lord i am thy slave deeming me thy slave reach me thy hand and save me destroy all mine enemies they who loved not god while performing great penance who endured self-torment excessively heated their bodies went to banaras and read the veds very many times Obtained not the real thing they gave alms so that vishnu might come into their power but they lost all their wealth they who loved god with hearty affection found him what availeth it if a crane sit closing his eyes and displaying a religious garb to the world if man ever go about bathing in water like a fish how shall he obtain possession of god if man croak day and night like a frog and fly like a bird how shall he obtain possession of god siam and all these saints say hath any one without love pleased god of those who through greed of wealth continued to loudly sing and recite god's praises and who danced but gave not their hearts thereto hath any found the way to god's wonderful world they excited laughter in the world and knew not the essence of wisdom even in their dreams the poet Siam asketh if god hath been obtained by any one without love several meditated in the forest and returned home weary sids in meditation and in deep research have sought for god but found him not siam saith all the veds and muhammadan books and the wisdom of the saints have thus decided hearken o saints the poet speaketh they who search with love obtain god i am the son of a brave man not of a brahman how can i perform austerities how can i turn my attention to thee o lord and forsake domestic affairs now be pleased to grant me the boon i crave with clasped hands that when the end of my life cometh i may die fighting in a mighty battle blessed is his life in this world who repeateth god's name with his mouth and meditateth war in his heart the body is fleeting and shall not abide for ever man embarking in the ship of fame shall cross the ocean of the world make this body a house of resignation light thine understanding as a lamp take the broom of divine knowledge into thy hand and sweep away the filth of timidity Parasnath avatar o thoughtless fool why knowest thou not thy maker o man why knowest thou not god o heedless beast bound with worldly love they on whom thou reposest confidence ram krishan and the prophet whose names thou continually utterest on rising where live they now in the world and why singest thou their praises why recognizest thou not him who is now and ever shall be why idly worship stones will they yield thee any return worship him by whose worship thy work shall be accomplished and by taking whose name all thy desires shall be fulfilled o yogi yog consisteth not in matted hair why wear thyself out and kill thyself wandering consider this in thy mind the man who knoweth the supreme divine knowledge shall obtain the great reward he shall then restrain his mind in one place and not run wandering from door to door what availeth it to leave one's home run away and dwell in a forest when one's heart ever remaineth at home such a person is not an udasi. boasting of thy religious fervour thou deceivest the world by the exercise of great deception thou thinkest in thy heart that thou hast abandoned worldly love but worldly love hath not abandoned thee o man with the garb religion consisteth not in wearing a garb it consisteth not in wearing matted hair and long nails or in smearing ashes on the body or dyeing thy raiment if man obtain yog by dwelling in the forest the bird ever dwelleth there the elephant ever throweth dust on his head consider this in thy heart frogs and fishes ever bathe at places of pilgrimage the cat the wolf and the crane meditate what know they of religion as thou endurest pain to deceive men do so also for god's sake thus shalt thou know great divine knowledge and quaff the supreme nectar compositions of guru gobind singh introduction to the hindu incantations